Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody. It is Eric J. Olson, your host for the Managing Partners Podcast. In this podcast series, we interview managing partners to find out what they're doing to run their firms, to grow their firms, and to keep their case pipeline full. We usually have a managing partner on, but today we don't. We have Gary Sarner. Hey, Gary. Good morning. How are you? Eric J. Olson. Jay. See, you got you to gotta brand yourself. I had to throw that J in a couple of years ago because there are way too many Eric Olsons running around. I needed to be just a little different, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm, you could probably appreciate that from a marketing standpoint. So, Absolutely. Gary, you are you are not a managing partner. What are you doing on this podcast? Who who are you, and what do you do? So, I am the radio guy at ROI three sixty plus. Started the agency about eighteen months ago after thirty five years in radio, and I managed, I sold, I worked with all types of clients, but I fell into the legal field about 10 years ago with a small firm in South Florida that now is a hundred million dollar juggernaut in the state of Florida. And I just fell in love with the legal business and the passion to help people. And no, I don't help individuals when they get hurt, but boy, do we help law firms. So they help lots and lots and lots of people. That's fantastic. So how did you get into this niche? We're also, you know, Ray Digital, we're also in this niche. How did you end up working with law firms? So when I opened the agency in March of 21, I was going to be a regular traditional advertising agency expecting to work with car dealers and retail and doctors and the one law firm that I had, Anna Jar and Levine here in South Florida. And I knew Alex Valencia, who did the content for Anna Jar and Levine. And he says, you need to go to this National Trial Lawyers Conference. Like, what the hell is that? I have no idea. You know, this is not anything I know about. Yeah. But I bought a ticket and my better half says to me, what are you going to do there? You don't know anybody. How are you going to separate yourself and meet people? I'm going to sit at the bar, buy seltzer, you know, drink seltzer water and buy everybody tequila. She goes, you're a schmuck. Come with me. And she took me to this store to buy the loud, crazy shirts. And if you know me and you follow me on Instagram, you see that I wear the wildest, craziest shirts. And she says, you're going to buy these nine shirts and you're going to change three times a day. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. stupid. Well, guess what? The second day of National Trial Lawyers in 2021, I was known as a loud shirt guy. By the end of the third day, I was the radio guy. Now, almost two years later, I actually am called Gary, <laughs> the radio expert. And very fortunate to work with 17 firms across the country in major markets and amazing people who help tons and tons and tons of people who were injured and actually need help. And that's just what I love. And I fell in love with it. And my friend, Chris Dreyer wrote the book, Niching Down. And I did it by not knowing. And that's all I do now is personal injury law work or mass tort work in the radio field with a sliver of TV thrown in. Yeah, no, that's great. Like uh, the niching makes a whole lot of sense. And then the things like the loud shirt, you know, being the loud shirt guy, that makes a, a ton of sense. Like you, you have to do, you have to do something to differentiate yourself. If you were just the normal Gary at various industry conferences, 
you're not going to stand out. You may get a little bit of work from here. You may get a little bit of work from there. But, you know, I think it's a very valuable lesson in business. And, and this could be applied to law firms as well. And certainly to the managing partners that are listening is that it really benefits a business and a law firm is no different to niche. You become experts in that specialization and people seek you out for that specialization. And when they come across you, your marketing message needs to be on point, right? And so if you have a niche and you say you have that niche and someone's looking for that niche, then it's a natural fit. So yeah, do something to stand out niche so that when people come across you, they remember you, you're the loud shirt guy or that guy that has the J in between his first and last name, something, right? Something so that they remember you, but then also something so that it's very clear you're the perfect solution for the problem they're trying to solve. And they all have the same problem. They want more cases. They want to help more people. And, you know, something that I've said for many, many years is marketing campaigns are measured in years, not weeks or months. And it's a hard thing for many, forget lawyers, but business owners to understand. Rome wasn't built in a day. The best brands in the world might not actually be the best at what they do, but for one thing is for sure, they are the best marketers in what they're selling or doing. Because I love it. That's great. So speaking of marketing, you definitely have what I would say is a, a different marketing strategy that I've seen employed with other, you know, by other marketers. So you, you, you've mentioned already conferences, you mentioned Instagram. It sounds like those are the two big tactics that you use. And by the way, I, I found out about you somehow through Instagram and I started to follow you and then we started to chat. How did you come to the conclusion that those were, I assume, those are the two big pillars of your marketing strategy and how did you come to that conclusion? So I went to NTL in 2021 and I met a ton of people and I got names, I got phone numbers, I had cells, but nobody really knew me. So I'm texting, I'm calling, I'm emailing. I'm pretty resourceful. I got a bunch of name, emails, addresses at the conference from other people and nobody's responding. I'm like, Jesus, this is hard. Well, sales is hard. Yeah. But you have to connect with somebody and you have to make a personal connection. And I don't know that I was the biggest Instagrammer in the world. Uh, I was on it. I did a lot more Facebook personal stuff. And I said, you know what? Let me see if I could follow every law firm that I could find on Instagram. And I did. I just started following anything that was open. Then I started looking for the principles. Sometimes it was the name of the firm. Sometimes you had to dig a little deeper. Start following those people where it was open. Some of them have it blocked. So now you got to start engaging. So what is engagement? You can't just like something. If you just like something, you click the heart, who cares? That's right. People are over the fact that they got 100 likes, 50 likes, 5,000 likes. Say something to the business or the person about what they posted. Try and get an engagement. And all of a sudden, I found this success. And I started seeing people watching my stories. And, you know, one of the things that I do, which is pretty different than anybody out there, is I post my first cup of coffee probably 90% of the time. I forget sometimes. But it could be anywhere from 2.45 a.m. to 5.45 a.m. Because I get up early and I start going early. 
because once the day starts, dealing with 17 law firms right now, and even with the help that I have, people want to speak to me. And then I'm dealing with over 270 radio stations across the country to make sure that everybody's campaigns are spot on every single day. So Instagram, I think, was the greatest thing that ever happened for my business to connect. It's still about people and building a relationship, building a rapport, building trust. And then also one thing that really matters. I do radio better than anybody else in the United States. And I'm grateful for that. I put a lot of work into that. You know, so on Instagram, I agree. If you put the effort in, then you can get results. Most people don't put the effort in. And clearly you no. are putting in, you're putting in the effort. You're following the, the accounts that make sense for you. You sprinkle in some personal along with some business. You have both in there, which is great. So we get to see like the different aspects of, of Gary, which is awesome. Uh, but it does require effort. Uh, you can't just have it on autopilot. So I think you do a very good job on your Instagram and, and it works for you, which is fantastic. I do want to ask you about radio. So as a digital marketer, especially when I got into digital marketing, the enemy for me was at the time, traditional marketing sources, in particular things like the local newspaper, the local TV station, billboards, radio. And so I would, the newspaper was an easy one to just kind of like poke the bear about how it was, you know, declining and whatnot. So it was an easy argument to make at the time that digital marketing is just better than traditional marketing. But honestly, what I came across was that there was a lot of data to support that one particular type of non-digital marketing was actually showing some really good results. And that was radio. And in particular, when it was paired with digital marketing, I was surprised to see that. How do you address like a, probably a common objection, which is uh, about radio? Like, and no one listens to radio, or maybe they uh, they only listen on the ride to to work or something like that. They they change the station. Like I'm guessing you're seeing different results than like the what maybe people assume is the case. So you know, let's stick to legal and the people that we deal with who are principals of law firms. They generally say, I don't listen to the radio. I listen to XM or Sirius or, or, or Pandora or Spotify. Well, look, the choices are easy today. But the beauty is we're not trying to reach you, Mr. or Mrs. Law Firm Owner. We're trying to reach the general public. Now, one thing that I say as a pure radio guy, I ask them first, do you believe your website, your home is in perfect order? Because if it's not, no radio, television, or billboard campaign is going to help you. Because once they get to your home, they're not going to be happy. So first, make sure you have your website the best it can be. Have a strategy for SEO, for pay-per-click. Have your LSAs, your GMB. you got to have it all. Because once you go on the air and you start talking to 93% of the population that listens to radio still, it's a lot of people, we're going to drive brand awareness and nobody needs these guys or girls mm -hmm. until they need them so what matters on the radio day in and day out who are you what do you do and how do i reach you everything else in the middle of the commercial it's a bunch of garbly gook to everybody because they don't need the law firm but you're building the brand you're building the brand you're building the brand 
and God forbid that moment of truth happens, that accident occurs. Shit, what do I do? Well, where do they go? They go to the internet and they get on Google and you hope that they're doing a branded search for your law firm. Number one, that's what we want out of the radio. That doesn't always happen. So they get on there and they start seeing things and all of a sudden they see your name. Hopefully you're up there at the top, whether it's in the LSAs, the GMBs, the PPC, or you get all the way down to position 13 or 14, which is really your SEO now. So where you're number one in SEO, you're really number 13 or 14 as you go down the page today. So hopefully they've seen as they're scrolling, oh, oh, I know that firm. I, that guy or that woman sounds so genuine on radio. I feel comfortable calling them. And then you hope the intake team doesn't screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with your assessment. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. I have a personal injury lawyer who uh, who does a, a ton of billboards in addition to a ton of SEO. And his philosophy is that he wants people to recognize his firm's name so that when they go to the internet and they do an unbranded search in particular and he shows up in the results, they recognize his name. He doesn't have to educate them at that point as to who he is and they'll click through and they'll go to his website. And so that's his entire goal is just to get some brand name recognition so that when they go to Google, they'll click through. They're more likely to click through. The branded search, super fantastic. If Eric and Gary had a, a law firm called Eric and Gary's Law Firm, we want them to search for Eric and Gary's Law Firm. If that happens, then they, they're they just trying to find our URL. They don't know what the, the domain name is, our website address is, so they just need to find that in Google. That's kind of a layup. That's a gimme. That's a good one. But if you can create that branded search from something like radio, fantastic. Well, some of the names of law firms are very difficult to say, let alone spell. So I highly recommend that any law firm that is doing traditional marketing, radio, TV, billboards, you have to have a great phone number. And more importantly today, you have to have an easy URL to be remembered. Because if I were to ask you right now, do you remember your phone number in the house you grew up in? Do you know it still? Absolutely not. You don't. I don't, I don't know my, my old phone number. I don't know anyone's phone number at this point, except for the office number and my own personal cell phone. And all other numbers from the past have been purged. But to your point, you only so remember a, a few to. things that are cryptic like that. But people remember from the past when we didn't have this yeah. Hi, Jenna. So when I ask that question, I generally get the response. Yes. The number was 404-394-5414. That was my number as a child growing up. Now, the only numbers I know today are my better half and my four kids. Other than that, I don't know a number because I could go like this, mm -hmm. but God, God forbid an emergency. And I didn't have my phone. 
who the hell am I going to tell the number of? So you say you don't remember any but yours. You might want to learn somebody else's. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> so when you do the URL, it's really easy. Eric and Gary Law Firm, that's hard. But if it yeah. was eglaw.com, available, accessible to buy, now all of a sudden in your traditional marketing, you're giving the public an easy way to find you. But if you had the phone number 305-265-1274, who the hell's going to remember that? Yeah. No, we want the 1-800-EG-LAW. But, you know, Paul Faust would figure out how to get the number. But it's so important in marketing if you're going to go outside of digital and you're going to build a brand that you make it easy for the people that live in your market to know how to find you. Because if you think they're just going to pick up the phone like in 1984 when there were three guys max advertising illegal in a market, you've got 150 law firms that are vying for 2% of the people that get hurt. You better be good at what you do. You better hire the right professionals in the digital space, the radio, TV, billboard space, because you've got to beat your competition to get your more of your share of voice than the others. And that share of voice is on Google, it's on the radio, it's on TV, it's on the billboards. You can't drive down the highway now without seeing a legal billboard. They're probably 40 to 50% of all billboards in most markets now. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's confusing. Very. I think that's a really good tip about what I would call the vanity URL, something that's easy to remember easy to communicate to someone, easy to spell. I've made that mistake before where I've had URLs, domain names, where I would even forget the order of some of the letters. That's not a good thing. So it's got to be super simple to communicate and for someone to remember and use. But speaking of which, I do have a question for you about what you put into these radio ads as far as a call to action. Sometimes I hear domain names, uh, sometimes I hear phone numbers. What, what are your thoughts on those two different kinds of calls to action? They're both very good. It depends on the brand and how long they have marketed what they have. So generally, when I pick up a new law firm, they've pretty much marketed in the past. So they've used their phone number or they've used their URL. Generally, we'll stick with that. But when it's somebody new, if you don't have a really, really easy number, I want to find the easiest URL because back to we don't remember phone numbers, but we can remember something easy like the MVP.com, getgym.com. Those are easy. And you brand those in South Florida with Anajar and Levine and throughout the state. Their URL is anajarlevine.com. Nobody can spell it. But they've branded 1-800-747-FREE for 17 years. So yes, on the TV and on the digital dashboard in the cars, it says Anna John Levine. It says what they do, they're accident attorneys. And then it's 1-800-747-FREE. That's the branding that they've done. You can't undo 17 years of success. But if a brand new law firm came in and it was the Eric and Gary law firm, I would sit and say, I would go with eglaw.com immediately because when people hear it over and over and over and over and over again, 
And my clients, when they're on the radio, they're on the radio a minimum of 24 times per day, per station that they are on. We pound it into uh, significant. Well, good. Well, Gary, hey, we've had some uh, technical interruptions here. I appreciate your patience, especially if I was cutting out on you. But uh, I think we got a, a really good conversation going. And uh, if someone wants to continue that conversation with you directly, what is a good way for them to get in touch with you? Three ways. My cell phone, 954-560-6371. Not a vanity. I need to change that. But really on Instagram is the best way to find me. ROI360PLUS on Instagram. Or me, Gary Sauner. I pride myself in being the most responsive person in the business. So if you reach out to me, if I'm not sleeping and my eyes are open, I'm responding to you. And I welcome it. And Eric, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Oh, cool. Thanks for making the time. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you at one of these conferences. Uh, we're going to talk about a list because I go to a lot and I've got some of my favorites. Good. All right. Stay tuned. All right. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully you're getting amazing value out of it. We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.